0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 882. I rarely have such visions, but I more often commune with the Lord in a more profound manner. My senses sleep, and although not in a visible way, All things become more real and clearer to me than if I saw them with my eyes. My intellect learns more in one moment than during long years of thinking and meditation, both as regards the essence of God and as regards revealed truths, and also as regards the knowledge of my own misery. Nothing disturbs my union with the Lord, neither conversation with others nor any duties even if i am able to go about settling very important matters this does not disturb me my spirit is with god and my interior being is filled with god so i do not look for him outside myself he the lord penetrates my soul just as a ray from the sun penetrates clear glass when i was enclosed in my mother's womb i was not so closely united with her as i am with my god there it was an unawareness but here it is the fullness of reality and the consciousness of union my visions are purely interior but the more i understand them the less i am able to express them in words oh how beautiful is the world of the spirit and so real that by comparison The exterior life is just a vain illusion and powerlessness. Jesus, give me the strength and wisdom to get through this terrible wilderness, that my heart may bear patiently this longing for you, O O my Lord. I always remain in holy amazement when I sense that you are approaching me. You, the Lord of the awesome throne, that you descend to this miserable exile "'and visit this poor beggar who has nothing but misery. "'I do not know how to entertain you, my royal prince, "'but you know that I love you with every beat of my heart. "'I see how you lower yourself, "'but nevertheless your majesty does not diminish in my eyes. "'I know that you love me with the love of a bridegroom, "'and that is enough for me. "'Although we are separated by a great chasm,' For you are the creator, and I am your creature. Nevertheless, love alone explains our union. Without it, all is incomprehensible. Only love makes it possible to understand these incomprehensible intimacies with which you visit me. O Jesus, your greatness terrifies me. I would be in constant astonishment and fear if you yourself did not set me at peace. You make me capable of communing with you before each approach. January 15, 1937 Sorrow will not establish itself in a heart which loves the will of God. My heart, longing for God, feels the whole misery of exile. I keep going forward bravely, though my feet become wounded, to my homeland and on the way I nourish myself on the will of God. It is my food. Help me, happy inhabitants of the heavenly homeland, so that your sister may not falter on the way. Although the desert is fearful, I walk with lifted head and eyes fixed on the sun, that is to say, on the merciful heart of Jesus. January 19, 1937. My life at present flows on in peaceful awareness of God. My silent soul lives on Him, and this conscious life of God in my soul is for me a source of happiness and strength. I do not look for happiness outside the depths of my soul in which God dwells. Of this I am aware. I feel a certain need to share myself with others. I have discovered a fountain of happiness in my soul, and it is God. O my God, I see that everything that surrounds me is filled with God, and most of all my own soul, which is adorned with the grace of God. Already now I will begin to live on that on which I shall live for all eternity. Silence is so powerful a language that it reaches the throne of the living God. Silence is his language, though secret, yet living and powerful. Jesus, you have given me to know and understand in what a soul's greatness consists, not in great deeds, but in great love. Love has its worth, and it confers greatness on all our deeds. Although our actions are small and ordinary in themselves, because of love, they become great and powerful before God." Here, St. Faustina writes about the different ways that our Lord communicates with her. Sometimes he appears to her in a vision, like the Divine Mercy image, or in his passion, or in his glory. But apparently, more often, the Lord speaks to her interiorly, or he simply enlightens her intellect to teach her something. Faustina writes about her union with the Lord. The spiritual writers call this a mystical marriage. The Lord is united with her on a continuing basis. Sometimes the Lord interrupts and withdraws to teach her something or to form her in some way but usually he is very united with her. Uh, Faustina seems to live the spiritual life on a very high level. She has one foot on earth and the other in heaven. Earth seems like a wilderness to her. She learns from the Lord the value of silence and of love. God wants all of us to be transformed into love.